Welcome to Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I'm your host, Tigrila Gardenia, nature-inspired mentor and leadership coach. In this podcast, I share ancient and modern knowledge from biology to spirituality about the wondrous ways in which plants can help you lead a naturally conscious life. Hello, hello, Tigrilla back. We are going to continue our conversation on conditioning. So in the last episode, I talked about what are your rivers and what are the types of conditioning that come from your rivers. So remember, we talked about the fact that you have social or media conditioning. You have conditioning from your family, your family lineage, your traditions that come down the family line. And you have your schooling, your learning, things that you learned, especially institutional conditioning comes from there. Things that we were taught was the right way to do things. So the question that we're going to explore now, again, as a precursor to our Plant Inspired Masterclass, which happens on the second Tuesday of the month, and all the recordings are also available there. So when you join the Naturally Conscious community and you start getting the Plant Inspired Masterclasses and uh, subscribe to that level, then you also get all of the replays of past masterclasses. So, Today we're gonna talk about how do we perceive our own conditioning. Now remember, when we go into the masterclass, we're gonna get very specific on how plants help liberate you from the conditioning. But before you can be liberated from the conditioning, you need to be able to see it because without being able to see the conditioning, there's absolutely no way to liberate yourself from it. So in general, I'm gonna give you a very simple definition or understanding of perceiving and why it's so important to perceive your own conditioning. I talked about this a little bit last time, but let's get into it more in depth. When you are looking at a current situation, oftentimes our clever little minds, which are not so clever sometimes, already have an answer. We know what we're looking for. Have you ever had that, you know, you've used that expression, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'll know it when I see it. This is mainly because of conditioning. In other words, most of what you would love that answer to mean, what you would love that phrase to mean is that inside of me, there is an intuition, there is a synchronic moment that when I enter into that synchronic moment, I will know it and I will be able to act on it. That's what we would love it to mean. This means that my entire being liberated from all of my conditioning but with my entire uh, wheelhouse of experience, with my entire world and of experiences, can look at the situations that are as they're coming, can interpret what is happening, and there is going to be a moment when everything aligns and I realize this is what I want or this is what I need or this is what I've been looking for, and here is my experience that helps me recognize it and helps me see it. That's what we would like to say is what's gonna happen. But it's not, it's just not like that. What oftentimes is happening is that at some point in my rivers, I learned or noticed or taught, most of the time you, were lear you learned it somehow, something, and I put a little label on it and I said, whenever this happens, this is the response. And that had a series of conditions that, and, and, and experiences that were happening around it. So the characteristics, that's the great word to use, 
The characteristics that made up that moment, I never even registered them. All I did was register this massive kind of big high level thing and I gave it a label and what I'm doing is my brain, my mind is looking for that label. We're looking for an experience that matches that label. The problem is that the characteristics around it, because I don't understand them, so I don't know, let me say, I'm trying to think of a good example that I could give you because there's you know, a lot of different aspects of it. Uh, I'll, I'll give you actually an example that I see sometimes around here. So when you, you know, Christmas, so I don't know why I'm on this thing with Christmas. If you listen to the last episode, you'll hear that I also talked about Christmas, but I got Christmas on the mind for some reason. So Christmas, okay. So I know a whole heck of a lot of spiritual people who are non-materialistic, who like do not believe in, you know, who don't want to support massive capitalism, who don't want to have all these types of aspects, who celebrate Christmas. And when you ask them why, the question is, well, because, you know, everybody celebrates Christmas. It's my family celebrates Christmas. Okay, so you don't believe in the Christian story around Christmas. You don't believe in capitalism or don't want to kind of support this. You don't want to uh, give in to a whole series of society norms, but then you follow the trend and celebrate Christmas. So again, this is a banal example because I don't want to, you know, go into really difficult examples. So this is a simple one. But the point being is that Christmas, if till you break down why your own family celebrated Christmas, assuming that, that your river comes from that, from the family norm, you'll never understand whether or not in this present moment you want to celebrate Christmas because what ends up happening is that you do celebrate Christmas and then you feel empty. You feel bad about it. You feel contradicted. You feel like you're being pulled into this Christmas thing. You're blaming society. You're blaming, uh, I don't know, Rockefeller Center for putting up the Christmas tree or you're blaming society for putting all these commercials, the media for putting commercials on it and everybody getting the holidays off and you're blaming everything outside of yourself because inside of yourself, you're being driven by a river of your social customs and of your family customs rather than sitting down and having a conversation and first being able to see, wait a minute, this is a river. So how we perceive our, our, our conditioning is when we follow with something or we do something and most of the time it makes us feel bad or we feel out of alignment or we feel judgment of somebody else. So perceiving our own rivers or when I make a decision, but in the end, the decision doesn't necessarily feel aligned. The decision doesn't feel like something I actually chose or it's a decision that goes against the grain of what is happening. When instead I make a decision, a conscious decision that, that I, comes from a place of being liberated from my rivers, I guarantee that decision will feel amazing. It, even if it, it doesn't work out, it doesn't have to be a decision that is perfect. It doesn't have to be a decision that actually works like the way you expected. But even if it doesn't work the way you expected, because in that decision making that you took, there was a whole series of other characteristics that you took into consideration and you saw all the possibilities and yet you decided with full consciousness and full responsibility to make this decision. When something goes wrong after the decision, it's 
easy for you to recognize your peace in it and for you to start working on that. You don't blame anybody else. You don't judge other people. You don't think it's something out of your control. When you make a conscious decision, you feel empowered, even if the result of that decision is not what you expected it to be. Let me say that again. When you make a conscious decision, free from your rivers, liberated from your conditioning, the decision, no matter the outcome, feels good. And whatever happens on the other side, you can either enjoy it fully or fix it or make another decision to change it. Because the decision is absolutely yours. The decision is something that came from your understanding of yourself, your understanding of the situation, your conscious application of your experiences minus the judgments associated with them. And so this is how it works. So when we're talking about perceiving your own conditioning, any decision that you make that you feel bad about, any judgment that you have, any um, limiting belief that you're experiencing, any kind of, what's the right word I'm looking for, any kind of out of alignment, that's coming from conditioning. Because that means that what you experience and what is happening are not going, you're not living in this present moment. Also, any decision that you make where you're like, I've always done it this way, and those words come out of your mouth, conditioning. Any time where you're like, that's what I need to do in order to get to where I want to go, conditioning, because you don't know whether or not the decision you make is really going to take you where do you want to go. You think it, you hope it, but if you're, it's an automatic, you're going to be disappointed when it doesn't come up the way it is. Or I should do that. I must do that. I need to do that. All of these are words that start to indicate, oh, wait a minute, there might be a conditioning there. Because when you're making a conscious choice, you use words like, I want to do that. I feel that. There's slightly different words that come into play when the decision is more conscious. And you especially know and can perceive a conditioning when you're upset about the result. Because if you are free from your rivers and you are, you know, completely liberated from your conditioning, when you make a decision, even if everything goes wrong afterwards, you have taken that responsibility. So you're like, okay, now it's time for me to take a solution, to look at it. That doesn't mean you can't be sad. That doesn't mean you can't grieve. That doesn't mean that things are not going to go haywire. It happens. But all of these are the slight indications that help us understand that this has been influenced by my conditioning. When I make a decision only thinking about the past or only thinking about the future, conditioning. When I don't understand what are the characteristics and therefore I feel like compelled that I must make a decision, conditioning. All of these are the ways that you can start. So basically when you automatically look at an experience and you use what you've been told is correct rather than understanding fully why it would be correct or how it could be correct or how it could be incorrect when you don't allow yourself to see the possible doubt and not step into the doubt and explore it. These are all 
conditionings. And these are all the kinds of things that we want to work through and we want to better understand for ourselves. Because when we're driven by these types of conditionings, look, let me just say, you're never going to find peace. You're just not. You're never going to find. I often have people ask me questions like, especially when we're talking about, I don't know, prehistoric culture, because I've studied that for my masters. And we were talking about like, why do you think we allowed ourselves to kind of step out of all of these um, positive aspects, like even indigenous cultures, you know, those that are no longer following the ancient ways, how do you think they were sucked in to other things? How they got sucked in is because how they got sucked into a way of life that is no longer in alignment with themselves is again, conditioning. They started to see the media. They didn't feel like they really understood their own kind of um, wow, this is, I just got myself into a hard conversation. You know what? Come to the masterclass and I'm going to break it down there because the truth of the matter is that I could go on and on to explain this as to how we lose a good thing. You know how they say, you know, you have to go on this journey where oftentimes you end up exactly where you started on, but you now know you're never going to lose that or, or get lost on your way again, because now you understand the value of where you are. That is the path of liberation from your conditioning and your rivers. And plants are excellent, excellent, excellent guides and collaborators on this because kin have to be free of their conditioning in order for them to adapt to the current conditions. And we're going to get really deep into this in the masterclass, which is the plant-inspired masterclass that happens on the second Tuesday of every month in the Naturally Conscious Community. I will see you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. Intro and outro music by Steve Shuley and Poinsettia from The Singing Life of Plants. Join us in the Naturally Conscious Community at community.tigrilagardenia.com.